0: To them, Don't
1: Amen.
0: So we'll be we'll be following up with respect to that as well. Also, we will have our final Bible study this of the year, uh, this coming Wednesday on the Zoom platform, Amen. On the Zoom platform, we're going to use that hour of study as an hour of prayer, Amen. Amen. We got a lot of things that we are petitioning and. Uh, interceding on behalf uh, and we're seeking God's direction and favor as we close out this year and get ready, get ready, get ready for 2023. Amen. Amen. And so we would ask that you would join us. You don't have to leave your home. You can join us on the Zoom and we will have our hour of prayer. Amen. Also, we want to make mention that on Sunday, Christmas Day, That would be December 25th. Our services will start at 10 a.m. There will be no Bible study or Sunday school that day, uh, but we will resume, we will resume, uh, the first Sunday of the year, uh, with our regular schedule. Amen. Amen. And we want to uh, just let you know that we'll be praying, uh, for Sister Beverly Stenson, who is going to, uh, Las Vegas. No, not to gamble, but to take care of, uh, uh, a loved one who is uh, uh, part of her duty and responsibility, and we're praying for safe travels for you. Sister Spencer, we're praying for safe travels. I also got a note uh, that Sister Rachel Ingram Sims is en route to Minnesota uh, to be with her uncle who has taken ill, and she is going, she's on on the road as we speak. I pray she's listening to the worship service. So we pray for God's traveling mercies for her as well. Uh, let's continue to do our part and do our work as it relates to the restoration of our building. Amen. We need to finish strong so that we can start off strong in January. Amen. So if you have not done anything, we invite you to do so. If you have a little leftover after your Christmas uh, 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 shopping, you are. We are encouraging you to spread the word and do your part as we seek uh, to, uh, uh, to do the work uh, for the house. Amen. Are y'all looking for that young, young, young man? He's sitting right there in front. Right there in front. I know it's a big place, but he's right there in front. Amen. Let's continue with worship. Come on, come on, if you adore Jesus, if you love Him, come on, put your hands together. I like that song because just, I like the part when it just says yes. I many of you told the Lord yes this morning? Come
1: on, let's do that. I said yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. I said yes,
2: yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. I said yes, 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 yes. Come on. Yes, 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 come on, we honor
0: you this morning, hallelujah, come on, give God a good hand clap, come on, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it, while we're in a giving mood, while we're in a giving mood, it is offering time, it is offering time, it is that time of the service, look, maybe you can't carry a tune, like me, maybe you can't carry a tune, but you can, you can give, giving is a form of worship, amen, Amen. So let's get our best gifts in our hand or on our phone digitally, however you choose to give. There are several ways you can give. We want to make sure that we give you every opportunity. You can give online at EbenezerBronzeville.org. EbenezerBronzeville.org. Go there, hit the Give Now button, hit the Give Now button, and then just follow those directions. Uh, and we will be grateful, grateful, grateful. Just hit the give now button. If you are a friend of Ebenezer, you're giving to our restoration program. There's also a button for that as well. It says F-O-E on it. Hit that button. You can give as well. If you're in the building and you want to give to the Friends of Ebenezer campaign, ask the ushers for a blue envelope. Ask the ushers for a blue envelope, and they will make sure you have one. You can also give via text. You can give via text. Text to give 312-79-0146. 312 312- 779 146 312 79 7, 146 Again, 312-779-0146. 1, 7, 7, 1, you can also give by mail. You can mail your gift or drop off your gift right here at the birthplace of Gospel Music, 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. And last but not least, you can give via sale. Sale or quick pay, whatever you want to call it. It is 773-960. 7, 7, Nine zero two eight seven seven three nine six zero nine zero two eight. If you're in the building and you want one of those digital options, just ask the usher. They will give you a card that has all of the same information that I just gave you. Amen. Again, we are just grateful for today. Let us go to the Lord in prayer and thank Him in advance for the gifts. Amen. Father, we thank you again, God, just for the opportunity to be here in this space and place. God, we ask that you would be with us right now, God. Be with us as we prepare our hearts and our minds for giving, God. Bless those who are preparing right now in their hearts to give, God. Bless those who have a mindset to give but might not have the resources to give, God. But we recognize that the cattle on a thousand heels is yours, God. And any and everything, that anything that we receive on today, God, we're trusting that you could multiply it so that we could continue to do the work of the kingdom that you have set before us in this place. We pray now, God, that you would bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. At this time, we transition into moments of prayer and altar call. Uh, We are lifting on our prayer list today the following people who have requested prayer. And if there is someone who is not on this list that you want to intercede for, we invite you to stand at this time as we go to God in prayer. Remembering in prayer, Lindsay Mayfield and Marguerite Jones, Doris Robinson, Deacon Chester Coleman. Remembering in prayer, Elise and Willie Grant, Alfred Moore, Kenneth Sexton, al and mary burton shirley anderson mary sumter sarah billups mary alexander praying for gladys evans and reverend james thompson and albert cheney angela williams david pearson and bernetta pearson we're lifting up michael jones jr Tara Blevins, Tamara Ransaw, Deacon James Smith, praying for Ernestine Rowe and Tracy Hill and Chandler Hill and Laura Eddings. We're praying for Jalisha Eddings and Lily Turner, Brenda Love, Joe Muse, Laney Ams, Myrtle Gunn, Bonnie Wilson, Minnie Peggs, Mark Harris Jr., Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we know that you have all power in your hand. We know, God, that because you have all power, that you are able. You are able, dear God, to meet us at the point of our need. And so, God, for those whose names we have lifted and those whom we are standing for, on behalf, God, we ask that you would meet them at the point of their need, God, Whatever they stand in need of, oh God, show yourself faithful, oh God, in their situation. God, if they're sick, we're we're praying for healing, oh God. If they need strength, oh God, if they're weak and need strength, God, we're praying for restoration, God. We're praying right now, God, for our church. We're praying, God, for this community. We're praying, God, for those who are held in captivity right now in the name of Jesus. God, we ask asking right now, God, that you continue to bless this, our faith community, oh God. We're thankful, oh God, for Ebenezer. We're thankful for this journey we have been on for a very, very long time, God. We're asking right now, oh God, that you will continue to work in our favor, oh God. As we seek to do the work that you have given to our hands, God, while we know, O oh God, that the road is challenging, O oh God, we know that you have promised that you would be with us, O oh God, that you would walk with us, O oh God, even as we traverse through the valley of a shadow of death, God. So we claim your promise right now, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, as we come down to this last month of the year, God, our minds look back, oh God, over this year. And we can say, God, you have kept us, oh God. And for that, we are glad, oh God. We could have been gone a long time ago, God, but you saw fit to allow us to be at the bottom of the calendar, God, looking forward uh, to the top of the calendar in three weeks, God. And so, God, we say thank you. Thank you, God, because we know you didn't have to do it. But hallelujah that you did. And God, as we come to the close of a year, oh God, we look forward, oh God, to a year of possibilities and favor, a year of increase, oh God. Thank you for what you've allowed us to experience. Thank you for bringing us this part. But God, we can't wait. We can't wait to see what you're going to do in the days and weeks to lie ahead. Because we are mindful that we serve an awesome God. We serve an all-powerful God who has the whole world in
1: his hand. And so,
0: God, we say thank you. We lift now this prayer upon the wings of the morn and place it before thy feet. To the all-wise God, we pray, and for his sake we pray. And all of God's people said, amen.
2: The angels.
0: You may be seated in the presence of God. Keep
2: watching over me.
0: Come on, can we sing that together all day, all night? Come on!
1: Come on, sing out!
0: And all night, is that your witness? y'all understand the magnitude of that statement while you resting in your bed. Hey, hey,
2: hey.
0: He's watching, he's watching. He's watching.
2: He's watching.
1: <laughs>
2: mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah
0: mm-hmm mm, mm. Mm. Amen
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. That's good news. The angel is watching
2: over over me, my Lord.
0: Amen, amen, amen. I want to read into your hearing once again the text that was read earlier, just to refer to it again. And it came to pass in those days that are decreed went out from Caesar Augustus, that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. in a manger because come on y'all can almost finish this because there was no room for them in the end you can tell who been to bible study if you can't finish that who been to sunday school if you can't finish that one because there was no room for them in the end i want to speak from the subject a look at the manger Look at the manger. Today we continue our Advent journey as we reflect upon why Jesus came into the world and the meaning of his coming. We learn that the word Advent means coming or arrival. And as stated last Sunday, Advent is a season a season we need now more than ever before. For Advent lifts us above the dreary and gloomy statistics of decay, despair, and death, and calls us to a place of anticipation and hope as we wait, watch, and pray for the coming of the Lord. A season reminding us that, that that in the midst of the world's darkness, God sends light. In the midst of sickness, Ebenezer, and disease, God sends healing. In the midst of death, God sends life. And that life was dropped in the womb of an unwed teenage mother without social standing or political pedigree. John says it best, in him was life and that life was the light of men. You see there's a blessing In this Advent season, but in order, in order to receive the blessing of Advent, we must hear again with keen ears and see again with clear eyes the good news of our Savior's birth. Ebenezer, we must first unwrap, then rewrap the nativity story so that God speaks to us about an old story, but in a new way. It's a story we must first unlearn and then relearn. And in so doing, we have posed a why question the first being, why Bethlehem? Bethlehem. Bethlehem was not the choice of Rome, nor was it the choice of Jerusalem's religious leaders. Bethlehem was God's choice because Bethlehem was the city of David, the birthplace of Israel's other king. And, and now, the birthplace of the king of kings and the Lord of lords. You see, God honors his promise to David, and God also honors his promises to us. Isn't that good news, Ebenezer? But also because Bethlehem represents the unexpected and unlikely places where God chooses to do his work. For God is the God of the unlikely and of the unexpected. Bethlehem says, Micah the prophet, the smallest among the thousands of Judah, and yet out of you shall come forth to me the one who will be ruler of Israel. You see, great men and women of whom little is expected have come from unexpected and unlikely places. The bread of life, born in a town named House of Bread. But another question that engages us today, why a manger? It is recorded in Luke, the second chapter, verse 6 and 7. So it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Why a manger? We we are told not just the name of the little town where Jesus was born, but the place where Jesus as a newborn was laid. Ebenezer, why a manger? Now, we have all seen on Christmas cards sanitized renderings of a neat, clean, and tidy nativity scene and glowing Mary with a halo around her head. And any mother will tell you that birth is messier than that. And here is dutiful Joseph beside her guarding the manger with a few animals as props in the background. We, we've seen, have we not, nativity scenes lit on lawns in neighborhoods and nativity scenes at Christmas villages and nativity scenes in downtown Christmas displays, but what we don't see is the real picture and neither do we hear the real story, which is that Jesus your Savior and mine was born in a barn or a cave dug out in order to house animals. Jesus was, was laid, y'all, in a cattle trough. He, he was laid in a cattle stall with animals that smelled and reeked of urine. No squeaky clean hospital birthing room with remote HD television and a call button. No Sister Spence and Lysol spray or sanitizers and handy wipes. No sterilized equipment. Jesus was born in a barn and laid in a cattle truck. Can you believe that? I I mean, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the, the son of the living God, the ancient of days, the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star, the day spring on high was born not in a castle fit for royalty not in a mansion fit for the rich and famous, but in a cattle stall. We cannot help but ask the question, why? I mean, if we're honest, why? Of all places, a manger? Now, don't tell me that my God and your God couldn't have done better than this. I mean, not when the cattle on a thousand hills belonged to him. Not when the earth, sky, and sea were made at his command. Not when he speaks and thunder roars and the seasons change and the planets rotate. You mean God couldn't do better than this? God, you could have made arrangements for the best accommodations in a five-star inn. You could arrange the finest doctors and medical personnel in Rome, but, but is this the best that God could do for the son who once sat at his right hand in the heavenly throne room? God didn't even have... Alexa playing Christmas carols on Pandora. This is the most important birth in the history of the world. And God couldn't do better. The birth was more important than the birth of the emperors. More important than pharaohs, the pharaohs of Egypt and the philosophers of Athens. This birth would cut history in half, one half B.C. and the other A.D. God could have done better by his only begotten son full of grace and truth. Yet in all places, lowly, out of the way, Bethlehem, a one-stop town, in a one-star animal motel six, surrounded by lowly cattle and bleeding sheep in circumstances unfit for a king, yet a king was born. She brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Why, though Ebenezer, a manger? I I think the answer is in the text. But that's where the answer always is. And we know from memory these words. These words we know if we know nothing else in the Bible. These words, there was no room for them in the end. We learned it in Sunday school. And what's interesting is there's no real explanation why there was no room. So so we are left to our assumptions. The assumption is that because of the number of people in Bethlehem, there just weren't no vacancies. We know that a census was taken by the Roman Empire, just like a census was taken uh, 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 in our country a couple of years ago, and there was no mail-in or online registration available. No, 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 no. You could, you had to return to your hometown. To register, The Roman Empire said, you got to go to your hometown and register. And because all of these people were in Bethlehem, there was no room in the inn. And, and, and that's the assumption. And for 2,000 years, we have placed the blame on the innkeeper. I mean, we say he, as we reflect on the word, he, he could have found a room. Didn't he? Did he really check and see if there was a vacancy? Did Did he really care? And and we have reached conclusions that because there was no room in the inn, because of the number of people, that that's why Mary and Joseph were denied. But suppose there was room. Joseph. wasn't a VIP. Joseph didn't have no Marriott points to redeem? Don't hotels always have at least a couple of rooms even when they claim they are full? Didn't he know who he was turning away? Didn't he know that by rejecting Joseph and Mary from his end, he would be vilified and maligned and unfairly judged throughout history? We don't even know the innkeeper's name. And I don't know but maybe that's a good thing. Because you think of all the hate mail he would have received. What what about the death threats because you know you do know that that's what people do today. They don't like what you say, what you stand for, what side of the political fence you on. They they saying death threats or nasty notes, and, and they never attach their name. Is this really about the innkeeper? Or is it really about us? You see, Jesus wants to come into the sinner's heart, but the sinner has a sign on the heart saying, no room. And, and those of us who are believers We cannot escape. For you see, not just sinners, because how often have those of us who know him pushed God out of places we don't want him to be? If we want something from God, then we invite him in. But if, if we don't want him too close, then we push him out. How often have we pushed God out? of our decision making because we've already made a decision and don't want God coming into our lives telling us the right thing to do are you here today we we don't want God telling us love thy neighbor as thyself so we push him out because we would rather hate We don't want God telling us to do the right thing, and we push them out because we've already decided to do the wrong thing. I can't get no help here. We don't want God telling us to forgive others. since God has already forgiven us, so we push God out because we don't want to forgive. We don't want God challenging our prejudices our fears, and our biases. We don't want God telling us that we're wrong. We don't want God questioning our motives. We don't want God challenging our complacency and our lack of commitment to his church and to him. You don't want God telling us that our stewardship is raggedy. We don't want a gospel that makes us uncomfortable in our sins. We ain't got room for that. Look, Joseph and Mary, sorry, there may be some rooms, but ain't no room for you. Don't blame the innkeepers. There's really no way he could have known. Who was being born and what Jesus was to become. The innkeeper may not have known Jesus Ebenezer, but we know him. The innkeeper had an excuse. We have no excuse. We know. Jesus is their witness in the house we, we know he's a rock in a weary land we know he's a shelter in the time of storm we know that he's a way maker that can make a way out of no way we know him and yet there's a sign on us saying no room no room for joy that the world can't take away God knows we need joy now. No room for the peace that passes all understanding. God knows we need peace right now. We we need joy that is not available, Ebenezer, under a Christmas tree. We need joy that outlasts the moment and outlasts. The season and outlast the
1: virus
0: and outlast mean-spirited people across the land who decide to believe lies rather than truth and who traffic in fear and hate. Why a manger? There's a deeper reason why a manger. For this is really not about the innkeeper, it's about A God who sends his son into the world to be like us and to be with us. God reminds us by the way of the manger that he is like us. Therefore, I'm glad about it. He feels what we feel. And you know one of the many failures of people is failure of empathy. A failure to see life through the eyes of the suffering. A failure to identify with the human condition. You are a person that's more concerned about your stocks and bonds and the Dow Jones average more than you're concerned about people dying of COVID. Because if we are God's people, We're supposed to care about the same thing God cares about. I'm so glad that the manger is God's way of saying, I've come down to be like you and to be with you, Emmanuel, and to be one of you because I care about you. And I've come To feel what you feel. And I like the way John says it. John says the word was made flesh and dwelt among us full of grace and truth. I'm here to tell you that only one who can feel hunger can understand our hunger. And only one who cries can understand our tears. And only one who has been buked and scorned and ridiculed and mocked and misunderstood can understand what we're going through. Jesus knows about betrayal. Why? Because he was betrayed. Jesus knows about being forsaken because he himself was forsaken by friends. Jesus knows what it's like to lose a friend because he lost a friend named Lazarus. Jesus knows about being tempted because the writer of Hebrews says, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. You see, the manger is a reminder that they may keep Jesus from being born in the end, but they could not keep Jesus from being born. The manger tells us that he's one of us, and because Jesus was born like us, he's one of us, and because he was born like us, he died our death. And because he died, he knows what it's like to die. And that's why he'll be there to make up our dying bed. And that's why he'll be there to meet us at the river. And that's why death can't harm us because death couldn't harm him. And that's why the grave can't harm us because the grave couldn't hold him and that's why the devil can't defeat us because the devil didn't defeat him and because he lives, uh, we too shall live and because he reigns, we too shall reign because he was victorious, we too are victorious and because he wears a crown we too shall wear a crown and because he's with the father we too shall live with the father do i have a witness this morning and we shall behold him face to face when the trumpet sounds and the dead in christ shall rise And when we shall be like him uh, glory to god uh, glory to god uh, glory to the new boy king uh, his name was wonderful counselor. He is mighty God. He is Jesus our Lord. Do I have a witness in this building? He is our one And Omega. The beginning and the end. Where others have failed. Christ has conquered. Where others were defeated. Christ has succeeded. Where others were buried, Christ is fruitful. Where others were weak, uh, I'm so glad, uh, Christ is strong. Where others were victims, uh, our Christ was victorious. Let me tell you something. In that nature, in that nature is a rock of all ages. The star that never fails, uh, the glory that never ceases. In that manger, the hope that never fades, uh, the life that never dims. uh, Hey, 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 uh, in that manger, a conqueror who never loses, uh, and a deliverer who never disappoints. uh, In that manger, the joy that never subsides glory to God glory to God and peace and goodwill uh, to all men Uh, glory to God thank you God that you came down in that manger to be like us and to be with
1: us.
0: Thank God for Emmanuel. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said, Amen. We're going to open the doors of the church. Perhaps there's someone here today that after looking at Major wants to make a decision for Christ.
1: Perhaps you are here
0: today and you want to recommit yourself to the Christ that was born in that manger. If that's you, our deacons are standing with hands outstretched, extending the invitation to you to join with us here at Ebenezer. We're asking you, don't wait. Don't hesitate because tomorrow's not promised. Make the decision for Christ today. If that's you, don't worry about who's looking. Stand on up and come down. Is there one today? Is there one? I need you to pray, church. I need you to pray, church. We got an invitation. This is This is serious. Come on, you know this. Come on, quiet leader. Oh, come, let us adore him.
2: Come on, come on.
0: come
1: on come on in him
0: there is no failure in him there is no
1: failure in him there is no failure
0: failure. alone is worthy. For He, for He alone is worthy. For He alone is worthy.
1: Worthy.
0: Worship the Lord today. Worship the Lord today. <laughs>
2: Hallelujah.
0: Let's hear without no any music.
2: Oh come. Let us adore.
0: Come on, come on, y'all carry it, not me.
2: Oh come, let
1: us adore.
0: Oh come. Come on, come on. worship today. We invite you to stand for our benediction this morning. Please govern yourselves accordingly in the announcements that have been shared. We look forward to seeing you on Wednesday on our Zoom platform for prayer. We're going to see how many on to show up for prayer. Now, you ain't got to come out. All you got to do is cut it on, and you can join us for prayer. We are praying people. Okay. Let me say it again. We are praying people. Any prayer warriors in the building? Any of us have regular dialogue with God? Oh, come on, you got to do better than that. Hallelujah in this place. And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling. To him who's able to present you for his father with exceedingly great joy. To the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor, and glory now henceforth and forevermore in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen go in peace to serve the lord (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. Problem giving God some praise with your hands. Here we go, Atlanta. One, two, three,
1: there okay.